In today's episode, we talk about the imposter syndrome and ultimately really helping you overcome it. And I've seen the imposter syndrome in clients who are just starting, clients who've been doing this a few years, clients who are already successful. And in all realness, fairness, in all transparency, I've absolutely come across and come against and 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 had to wrestle and fight and overcome imposter syndrome in different stages of my quote-unquote career. And it's totally natural. The first thing I want to let you know is it's totally normal. It's totally natural. And I think knowing that gives you the permission to actually look at it and be like, okay, if this is normal, if people far more successful than me face this, then I'm all right. And ultimately in this episode, I want to really just give you a few key things to think about to help you overcome your own imposter syndrome. And really imposter syndrome, I mean, oftentimes it's explained as like, you know, feeling like you don't deserve your success or that you are lucky or that it's going to be taken away. But I think we could take it further to say like you feel like you, you know, you don't deserve the clients or you can't get the client's results. And so when you onboard a client, you're like in fear that you're going to be found out. And that affects a lot of things. That'll affect how you price your program. It'll affect how you show up. It'll affect your sales and how you sell. It'll affect your belief in your product. Literally at the core of it lies a lot of a lot of the coaching businesses that are in the graveyard that were started but never completed, never finished, that failed, ultimately had some form of imposter syndrome, whether they knew it or not, some form of a disbelief, some narrative that was playing on that uh, caused them to not see success. And I'll let you know how you see yourself is the results you're going to get. And uh, imposter syndrome can really quickly diminish confidence and diminish that that uh, that you got um, and can quickly lead to, you know, your doom. So first thing that comes up when I'm dealing with imposter syndrome, and I hope you write this down and, and hopefully we can take action on it. But the first thing, or oftentimes the first thing that comes up is like, well, I'm, my life's not perfect. A lot of coaches think that they have to be perfect, that their life has to be perfect. If they're a relationship coach, that the relationship has to be perfect. You know, if they're a finance coach, that your finance, it's not, your life is not going to be perfect and it's okay. You don't even have to hide the fact your life isn't perfect. I've gone through many challenges and, and, you know, an end of a relationship and this and that throughout my times and I didn't hide it. You don't want to be a victim and share, oh my God, all this happened to me, but I'm always open. I'm just like, hey, office is transitioning, you know, relationship came to an end and here's a few of the things that I've learned. Here's a few of the challenges that I'm overcoming and I do it to just show that your life does not have to be perfect. I'm far from perfect. Like I'm telling you that I'm far from perfect. Every like sometimes my emotions will get the better of me. It's why I have coaches or mentors or I'm always in conversations to become better. But your life ain't gonna be perfect, and you don't have to be perfect to get results, your clients' results, and your clients will not find you out as long as you don't fake it. If you start pretending your life is perfect and that you've got all this and that you know you're on a beach in Mexico and that your life is perfect and you're living the dream and it's not. Stuff's going to come up for you. I'm 100% down for faking it till you're making it or act as if. I'm 100% down for that, but don't take it too far. And be real with your clients. Say, I totally get it. I had that challenge two weeks ago. Here's how I overcame it. Let me help you. Nothing wrong with that. Your life does not have to be perfect. I'm going to scratch that right off the list, and we're just going to stop believing that. 
Um, I've met with some very successful people. Their lives are far from perfect, and yet they're still successful, and they add a lot of value, and they change a lot of lives, and they get up, and they do their thing every single day. Next thing, comparing yourself. This is a dangerous one. We live in a time and place and age where it's so easy to jump on social and see what someone else is doing. Oh my God, they doing this. I remember when I started my podcast, we were doing well, but I talked to people who were doing like 10 million a year. And I was like, oh, like A, like a little bit of like, oh, I wish I could be there, but B, just like, well, why would someone work with me if someone else is making $10 million in impact? Like what's, what's up with that? And I think, you know, you'll see other coaches doing well and you're like, well, why would anyone work with me if, if you know, they're working with 20,000 people a year? Why would anyone work with me? And I'm going to let you know right now that that is completely false. I overcame that a few years ago. Was That was one of my challenges. I overcame that because A, you're running your own race. B, nobody else can do it like you. You've got a unique story, a unique way of doing things. You are unique head to toe. As long as you choose to be, don't try to copy someone else. If you start copying someone else who's more successful than you, T for T, word for word, then you're going to lose out because people are, when they see your stuff, they're going to see their stuff and they're going to choose them because they got, they got more proof. They got more, uh, you know, they got more momentum. But if you are your unique self, your fingerprint, the snowflake, I don't know, the leaf, is there like two leaves that are the same? Probably not. And uh, if you could do that and differentiate yourself and be proud and, and, um, and, and share your uniqueness and what makes you different, you'll have no problem attracting clients no matter how much better, and my hands are up in quotations because everyone's got a different scale of success and no one's better than you. They've just been doing things longer than you. Please be aware of that. Uh, you'll be doing all right. And... I think the, the final thing here, and I think this is the most important part. By the way, we just, we just put out, I know this is just kind of out of the blue, but it just came to me. We put out, we have two things that I think will really, really help you. If you're trying to grow your coaching business, we've got the online uh, coaching business crash course. That's a free video course. We'll have the link below. That's all at lucasrubix.com. And we put out a brand new, pretty, pretty awesome, uh, the exact funnel we use to get clients Full disclaimer, if you don't have your positioning and your niche dialed in, then please download it, but don't rely on it. Make sure you're dealing with the foundations, the fundamentals, and you're dialing it in. But we also have that. All of that's at lucasrubix.com, uh, and all the links will be below. But in, be sure to use it. We have so many resources from the YouTube channel to this podcast um, that's all dedicated to really making sure you grow week after week after week. And so supplement this podcast with all the other resources we have for you. Finally, the third point. A lot of coaches will tell me that, well, I'm not as successful as my clients. Why would they work with me? And at first glance, that might make sense. Well, you know, I haven't, if I'm working with executives, I haven't, I haven't made a million dollars and they have. And I'm, or like, you know, you're helping them with, with, with relationships or with life. And sometimes there's a bit of an imposter syndrome because you're dealing with people who are more, again, quote unquote, successful than you. They're further ahead in their careers or they've, they're at the top of their companies or they've, you know, they've traveled, whatever. And on a surface level, that may seem like, oh, okay. Um, you know, that could be true and it's not. And here's why. There's this really great story. I don't know where I read this. I don't know where I heard this, but I share it with clients all the time, especially if they're just like, eh, I don't know. 
whenever they started thinking about putting elevators inside buildings, so like there was a hotel and it was a really popular hotel. I don't know what hotel it was. And they only had one elevator inside. And so they hired the world's best engineers, like the best designers, the best freaking mechanics, whatever. And they had a big meeting at the hotel. They wanted to install two more elevators inside the hotel. Two more. And, you know, they're trying to price it out. Three days, they're sitting there. They've got blueprints. They've got all this stuff. And it's 22 floors or something. And they're trying to figure out where they cut out the floors, how they install it. They, the manager or the owner was like, the hotel will have to be closed for a f- or every floor will have to be closed. They're trying to plan all this out. And there's like a janitor cleaning. And he's like, oh man, it's going to make quite a mess. And they all turn to him and they say, do you have a better idea? Little janitor man who knows nothing. Do you have a better idea? Who are you? You're just a janitor. And the janitor kind of like leans on his mop and thinks a little bit. And he says, why don't you just build the elevator outside the building? And that janitor literally changed the course of the way that elevators were added to buildings. They put the, they put the elevators on the outside of the building and they saved themselves millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. They saved themselves having to close down the hotel. They saved themselves the mess. And that's where elevators on the outside of a building became really popular. And the only reason that the janitor was able to do that was because he saw things differently than the world's top leading experts, than more successful people than him, than smart people. They saw things differently. And so you as a coach, you don't have to know the answers. That janitor did not know how to create an elevator. He didn't know the mechanics and the engineering side and the whatever of an elevator. But he was able to see a different picture. He was able to think differently, see outside the box and ask the more successful people a question that they never asked themselves. And you as a coach are not there to provide answers. Yeah, it's great. As your knowledge increases, you'll have really specific answers. But at first, you don't have to know the answers. That's not what you do. You're there to ask questions, to poke, to prod, to challenge. And if you can do that, and as your skill develops, you'll be able to do that much. I, I, can, I can talk to a client who's way more successful than me, who, who's way more schooled than me, But what I'm really good at doing is asking questions, at poking, at prodding, at challenging, at making them go places they're not willing to go themselves, at asking them the hard questions. And because some of the clients I work with are so smart, they quickly come up with their own answers. And you as a coach do that, so don't think that you're not as successful as somebody. That you can't coach them, you can't help them, you can't change their life because you can't. You're actually the perfect person for it because you will see things way differently. I love when I'm helping someone in a whole even different industry sometimes and they ask me for help. I love critical thinking. I love being like, okay, well, what about this? What about that? Have you thought about this? And they're great at what they do. I'm sometimes dealing with a coach who is great. They know their industry inside and out. They know their niche. I don't need to know your niche. But I'll ask you questions so you can uncover some amazing stuff and take action on it. And so don't think that because you ain't as successful, you can't, um, you can't help your clients on a massive level. With that said, there's still, I mean, there's hundreds of things me and you could chat about, but I think that's the core essence of it. That's the stuff I see. And if we could just tackle that, and if maybe there's a few others, just let me know, you know, a few other questions or a few other things you run into. I'd love to know. Join our online coaching community. There's over, I think, as of this recording, over 6,000 coaches in that community. 
join it. It's free. It's awesome. Search online coaching community on Facebook or just check out some of the links below and make sure you join. And understand that it's natural. It's actually a good thing if you feel it because it means you actually care. But don't stay there. Overcome it, overcome it. And every new level of success, you'll hit a new ceiling and you'll have a different form of imposter syndrome. And that's why I love coaching because we can help you through it or a coach can help you through it. It's why I love what I do. Check out the coaches. Check out the coaches. If you get a chance, have a look at the Coaches University. Uh, it's a 10K guarantee. We work with you until you make 10K. So check that out. I uh, love running it. It's where all of our energy, all of our focus goes. Would love to have you a part of it. If you're looking for a coach, if you're looking for a mentor, and if you're not, then keep tuning into these episodes. Check out the coaching channel. Check out everything we got. Check out lucasrubix.com. And with that said, just level up and remember that it's totally natural, total normally, total normal. It's totally normal, but don't stay there. It's gonna, it's gonna quickly destroy progress, momentum. And once you got momentum, it's easier to keep building it and seeing even more success. With that said, I'm logging out and I'll see you next week. All right, so as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.